girlfriends and guess what we're still in the month of march welcome back to girl fire your boss podcast the number one destination for savvy career women who are ready to go from employee to entrepreneur i am your host jasmine swazo the chief firing officer and if you have been living under a rock let me remind you that March is Women's History Month and it's our collective opportunity to commemorate and encourage the celebration of the vital role of women in American history. I absolutely love this month because, you know, it's our chance to remind ourselves of the achievements and accomplishments of women throughout the years. And it's not just in the month of March, but to be honest, every day, every single day of the year is our chance to reflect on trailblazers who have led the way for change and also reflect on ourselves and our impact as women. You know, I'm so grateful for all of the women who tune in every single week to our podcast, all of the incredible guests that we've had on our show, all of you, our audience, our listeners for engaging with us, for sharing our podcast within your communities and your networks. It's because of you guys that we're growing as fast as we are. And so I salute you, whether you are a single mother, whether you are a married woman, a recent college graduate, an empty nester, a retiree, blended families, whatever predicament or phase or season of life that you're in, I just want you to know I see you. I see you winning. I see you grinding. I see you. I know the struggles, the sacrifices that we make as women, and I want to celebrate you. So uh, today's episode is super special. It's going to help you gain clarity on whether or not you should even build a business. It's one of my favorite episodes to date. And so I'm super excited for you guys to listen in. But again, happy Women's History Month. And I'm just grateful to have you guys with us. So episode nine begins now. And so the title of today's episode is, Should I Turn My Passion Into a Business? I'm very excited about this topic because I speak with hundreds of women every single year who ask me this question. I'm in the life insurance industry. Many of you already know this. I have a national life insurance agency with over 400 agents. And I get to network and meet incredible dynamic women every year. And a lot of them want to know, you know, is this something, Jasmine, that I should pursue full time? So today I wanted to kind of take a step back. We've had some incredible speakers on us so far talking about purpose and passion and personal branding and business and product development. But today I wanted to talk to you and give you six signs to know if it's time to turn that passion into a full-blown business. Because some of you have probably been tuning in and you're like, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to take that leap, Jasmine. Like, tell me now, when do I go? When do I fire my boss, right? But there are levels to this. And if you heard in our episode with Nancy, we spoke very candidly about the four cash flow quadrants. One of my favorite books, if you're starting off as a new entrepreneur by Robert Kiyosaki, and he talks about the four ways in which we all generate income, right? The first quadrant is that of an employee. 
The second quadrant, self-employed, aka entrepreneur. The third quadrant, business owner, right? Where you actually have a system, a scalable, duplicatable system in place that does, is not predicated on your individual efforts alone to generate income. And then the final and fourth quadrant is investor. And so today is all about whether or not you belong in that third quadrant of being a business owner, okay? Because being an entrepreneur and being a business owner, they are not the same thing. And um, hopefully, if, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen. But again, so the question, should I turn my passion into a business? The very first sign that you want to look out for, okay, is if you are a visionary and you'll know, you will know because someone who is a visionary is willing to take on the responsibility of changing the game in their respective industry. So let me give you ladies some examples of visionaries, right? Think Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Oprah Winfrey, Elon Musk, Michael Jordan, and so on. And what I love about the folks who I just mentioned is that none of them cared about fitting in or doing business as usual. The number one skill that all of them possess is their obsession with changing the game. They raised the standards and did things that were unimaginable with massive odds stacked against them. Here's what I love about visionaries. Visionary becomes the standard of success in their industry. Let me repeat that. How do you know if you're a visionary? Because you're not going by anybody else's standard. You create the standard of success in your industry. So there are some goals or dreams that people have predetermined is the ceiling for your industry, but you don't subscribe to that, that line of thinking. You're like, nope, I think we can push the envelope a little bit further. I actually think we can revolutionize how Americans shop, said Jeff Bezos. I actually think Americans don't have to leave their homes to for household items. I actually want to create a business where within 48 hours or less, we can deliver any product to American households that they order. Visionaries. Let's unpack this even further. Let's say you've reached a point in your passion where you feel it in your bones, right? That you want to dominate in a particular industry. And my visionaries, I just said something that I know you're excited. I can see you jumping in your cars right now because when you start speaking a similar language, it's like, this, oh God, I, it, it excites me because like a visionary can hear the voice of another visionary. Like when I said you feel it in your bones, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that within the industry that you want to build a business in, nobody can touch you. Nobody can see you, that you're willing to outwork, outstrategize, and outlast every single one of your competitors because when it comes to you and the vision that you have, it's one of one. So you've made the decision where you feel like, you know, look, I want to turn my passion into a business. I want to dominate in this particular industry. And maybe your current hobby or side hustle is now calling you to serve at a macro level. And you want to stretch your capacity. Let me say that because they go hand in hand. You have to stretch your current, like Oprah Winfrey, when she was here in Chicago doing her daytime television show, is a completely different Oprah Winfrey, who's now the owner of the OWN Network. 
like being willing to stretch, making that decision to stretch your capacity, right? Maybe you're tired of being just another player in your industry. Visionaries are so annoying, guys. (laughs) Let me tell you. So annoying because they are relentless in pursuit of the vision. Even when the people change, the vision never changes. They will never compromise the vision. And if you watch The Last Dance, you'll hear some of the players uh, who played alongside Michael Jordan talk about how ruthless and relentless he was and mindset and practice and execution and his ability to pull out the best in his team members. Visionaries are probably the most annoying people to be around, but they're the absolute best people to have on your team because they can see very clearly where they will be in the next three, five, 10, 20 years. And because of that clarity, they attack every day with intentionality. A mentor just recently told me, he said, you know, Jasmine, there are only two types of people in life. There's visionaries, and then there's those who want to work with a visionary. So let me ask you, girl, fire your boss gang. Which one are you? Are you a visionary? Are you willing to stretch your capacity? Does the vision that you have for your business, can you fill it in your bones? Does it wake you up in the middle of the night? Can you actually envision walking into your corporation, walking into your headquarters, walking into your warehouse, and there's thousands of employees, there's thousands of products that you've developed? The first sign to know when it's time to turn that passion into a full-blown business is number one, you are a visionary. Number two, you aren't afraid of doing things that you don't love. As a business owner, you don't have the luxury to only take on the role related to your particular gift or skill or talent, especially in the beginning, okay? Let Let me tell you, as business owners, we have to be ready to roll up our sleeves and do the tasks that aren't pretty do the task that we have zero experience in. And we may not even be passionate about these tasks. And if I can be honest, to do the task that sometimes you're afraid of doing. For the longest time, guys, because I majored in pre-law and then my master's is in public policy, I just hated anything that dealt with math. And it's not, I don't know why. It's not like I sucked at math. And maybe you can relate. It's just certain subject matters where you're like, yeah, that's not really, I'm not passionate about really excelling in that. God gave me a calculator and I'm just going to always have that as a part of my ministry. Okay, That's my story. And then I realized, how the heck can I hold my accountant accountable if I don't know how to count and calculate my expenses, you know, my income and how to balance my checkbook? I need to be able to look at my bank statements and clearly identify trends and areas of improvement. And so one of the things that I love about business owners, because they're not afraid of doing things that they don't love, business owners are constantly uh, stepping outside of their comfort zone to learn all aspects of not just owning, but also operating a business. And so again, if this means payroll, human resources, operations, marketing, sales, and so on. Business owners embrace this phase of the journey because you know that one day, guess what? You're going to have to 
hire people to fill these positions? And how can you hold them accountable or manage expectations if you don't even know what the ins and outs of their position entails? And so it doesn't mean that you got to do everything perfectly, but it means that you actually want to understand the functionality of every role. So number three, okay, this is the third sign to know if it's time to turn that passion into a full-blown business. And it's so funny, ironic that I'm about to say this because I was so anti, okay, this, but let me tell you, number three, you love sales. Yes. Okay. How do you know when it's time to build that business? It's because you love sales. Now, I know, breathe. If you're anything like me, three and a half years ago, I hated that five letter word with, I hated it. I was like, no, I only want to service people who want what I have to offer. I don't want to have to convince people that I'm valuable, that my product is valuable. But that was the mindset of an employee. If you are not at all interested in selling, listen up, then you probably should work for a company that will pay you to execute a particular skill. There's nothing wrong with working for someone else as you execute your passion. Nothing at all. Do you understand? Like you have to understand who the heck are business owners going to employ? Like I want to hire the absolute best graphic designer. I want to hire the absolute best accountant. I want to hire the absolute best fill in the blank. Not everyone is meant to be a business owner. Everyone doesn't want to market or brand or sell the value that they bring to the marketplace. And that's perfectly okay. However, if you are 100% clear that you want to build a business, then you must be prepared to sell your business to others. And more specifically, let me be specific, you must be prepared to sell the problem that your business solves. I was recently on a webinar learning from Joe Jordan, the author of Living a Life of Significance, and he gave some incredible, incredible insight into the lens of being a business owner. And one of the things he said is that price is only an issue when the value isn't clear right? Kind of this formula that I always talk about when a value is high, oftentimes skepticism is low. And so if you can clearly articulate the problem that your business solves, guys, selling becomes a piece of cake. Are you kidding me? If you can clearly articulate, this is the value, this is my value proposition in the marketplace. And this is the niche that I have cornered in the marketplace, meaning nobody can do this like me. When you work with me, Here are my clear three to five deliverables. This is my secret sauce. This is what separates me from every other competitor in the marketplace. When you operate your business from a place like that, I guarantee you, you will fall in love with sales because you'll find out that the secret to selling is really selling your secret sauce, selling your swag, sell your gifts, sell your God-given presence of what makes you different. Yeah, they may be able to execute or deliver the same product, but can they do it like me? This is why, like, when I mean, like, you can feel it in your bones. I get so passionate talking about this because I remember a time in my life where I didn't believe in sales. I didn't believe in owning a business. I was totally fine, you know, or so I thought, working for someone else. And then I realized, no, this this isn't going to cut it. There's something pulling, something deeper pulling at my soul and my spirit. So that's number three. 
fall in love with cells, right? That's one of the the third signs. Number four, the fourth sign to know that it's time to turn your passion into a full-blown business. You constantly want to recreate yourself. As entrepreneurs and business owners, we are constantly looking for ways to improve, uh, to increase our identity, to grow our network, to raise our standards and evolve into the next best version of ourselves. You know, I'm always telling my agents, if you can finish my sentence every 90 days, then I'm not growing as a leader. I don't want my company to predict what I'm about to say or do. Every 90 days, I want to have to introduce myself to my team, to my network, to my family, to my daughter, to my husband. I want to have to reintroduce my me to me. Every 90 days, I want to have to sit and look at myself in the mirror and say, so Jasmine, what do you like to eat now? What's your workout regimen this quarter? What's your fashion style this quarter? I'm currently in a season of life where I am surprising even me with my level of discipline when it comes to food. Um, If you follow me on social media, you can see, obviously, I've lost some weight. But three months ago, I didn't know this version of Jasmine. You know, if I wanted a cupcake, I would eat a cupcake. (laughs) Okay. It was like, listen, I have food freedom. Okay. We talk about the different levels of freedom. I am not restricted by price when it comes to food. If I want something, I would go eat it. But the Jasmine I am today understands that just because I want it, just because I can afford it, doesn't mean that it benefits my long-term health goals. I can no longer afford not to be disciplined with my health and wellness. This new level requires me to be disciplined with my health. And therefore, I am needing a new version of me, a version of me that I haven't met in a really long time. And can I be honest with you guys? It feels flipping amazing. I can't tell you how happy I am with this new version of me. This March 2022, Jasmine, Are you kidding me? March 2021, Jasmine could not hold a candlestick to who I am this month, this year. And that excites me. It's why for the rest of my life, I will commit to recreating myself every single 90 days. Number five, the fifth sign that it's time to turn your passion into a full-blown business. Okay. Drum roll, please. You crave freedom. You absolutely, with every fiber of your being, okay? I understand. I have been there. I am still there. You don't want anyone telling you what to do or where to be. (laughs) Business owners are typically people who have multiple personalities, not like in like a disorder, okay? Come back. But therefore, we require freedom and flexibility to execute our genius, right? We're creative and logical and technical all at the same time and spontaneous and adventurous. We are creating something that has never existed before. Before Elon Musk, guys, like the products that he has never existed before. Before Mark Zuckerberg, there was no Facebook. So you have to think like that. Business owners also, we don't like financial restrictions. The idea of an employer telling you what you're worth disrupts your spirit in such of a way that no one else seems to understand. You have no idea how unhirable I am. Like when I say your chief firing officer, I mean that. I mean that to the core because I know that feeling all too well 
of an employer telling you that you're worth $35,000 a year, $50,000 a year with a master's degree, $70,000 a year, $100,000 a year, but they literally want you to live as if they own you. I know that feeling all too well, but let me tell you, the reality is that for most people, freedom is only a dream. This is strictly for my business owners. Business owners understand that because we crave freedom, we must be willing to work our asses off to reach true financial independence. I'm talking about that shut up money where you can't tell me what season it is because if I feel like swimming, I can hop in my private jet or book an airline ticket in the middle of December and go to Bora Bora for a swim. That's freedom. And that's the level of freedom that my visionaries and business owners hold firm to this image in their hearts and in their minds. And it haunts them. It's such a beautiful thing. Okay. All right. Number six, last but not least, number six, the final sign that it's time to turn that passion into a full-blown business is business owners want to make a contribution to society. They actually want to create jobs and serve the community and change the world in some way. Business owners become a brand and their reputation precedes them. What do you mean, Jasmine? Whatever they touch turns to gold due to the reputation that they've garnered among other visionaries. For me, I'll tell you guys this, I've always wanted to build something that would remain long after I'm gone. And I realized that it didn't matter how good of a job I did executing my role as an employee, that my daughters would never be able to inherit my job, that that job would get posted again on Indeed or Idealist or whatever job site, and it would be filled within two weeks. What contribution, what impact would I have actually made to change the world? Not just change a company, but business owners have this grandiose vision to do something that can transform the way people think, the way people feel, the way people interact. You know, my vision for Girl Fire Your Boss is to be the number one community for women around the world to build profitable businesses. I want women in Ethiopia, New York, Bali, Iran, Germany, Chicago, and so on. I want women all across the world to be able to become a member of Girl Fire Your Boss and learn how to build multi-seven, eight, nine-figure businesses, businesses that will be in their generations for centuries. That's what I want. That's my vision. What's your vision? When was the last time you really sat down to strategize your next three, five, 10 years in business? Do you want to be an entrepreneur or do you want to be a business owner? I'll tell you this. There's no right or wrong answer. The choice is yours, but the time to decide is now. So ladies, I hope that you really take this week's episode seriously. Go back and listen if you need to again. But those are the six signs that you want to pay close attention to, to identify whether or not it's time for you to turn that passion into a full-blown business. And don't forget, you can be an entrepreneur, but being an entrepreneur and a business owner are two totally different things. So from one business owner to prospective, okay, or future business owners, I'm waiting on you guys on the other side. I cannot wait for you to taste the sweet 
taste of victory and success and rewards for all of your hard work and sacrifices uh, on the other side. We're still climbing because just like anything in life, it's levels to it, right? It's levels to being a business owner. You're not going to do everything perfectly, but don't worry at Girl Fire, your boss, we got your back. So until next week, ladies, let me know. I want to know on social media, will you be a business owner or an entrepreneur? And I want to know what are your next three, five, 10 years? What's your strategic plan? Until next week, ladies, happy Women's History Month. Whatever you do, continue to subscribe to our email list because we have so many resources. Uh, so many incredible resources for you guys, but it's only for our email list. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to our email list. And the last thing that I want to say, tell a woman, tell a woman that you admire and respect, that you appreciate her example and commitment to excellence this month. Can you do me that favor? It's Women's History Month and no one should be celebrating us more than we celebrate us. So after you hear this episode, as soon as it's over with, go ahead, pick up the phone and just call one, someone, a woman, right? That you admire and respect and just let her know. I see you. I see you doing your thing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so honored to have you a part of my life. Thank you so much for the example and commitment to excellence. All right, ladies, until next time, take care. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Girl, Fire Your Boss podcast. If you want to dive deeper into strategy for this week and all prior episodes, you can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Girl, Fire Your Boss. As always, subscribe to our show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh, fun, and valuable content. See you next week.